Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. All right, I don't know if you saw this ridiculous story. Uh, I mean, I'm making my feelings known. South African lawyers gear up for a lawsuit against the US and the UK for complicity in the Israel-Gaza war crimes. After South Africa filed a case against Israel at the International Court of Justice for Genocide, nearly 50 South African lawyers are preparing a separate lawsuit. That's against the United States and the United Kingdom's government on the grounds that they are complicit in Israeli forces war crimes in Palestine. The initiative uh, has been led by lawyer Vickers van Rensburg. He aims to prosecute those who are complicit in the crimes in civilian courts in collaboration with lawyers in the US and UK with whom he is already in contact. Hard to take this seriously, but we need to because that is our job. Arno Root, he's a, an attorney at Hertespis. Arno, a very, very good morning to you. How are you? Arno, a very Hello there. Thank you, Hello, thank you very much, uh, Howard. Really nice to join you today. So tell me, the, 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 how seriously should we be taking it? I'm struggling a little. <laughs> Howard, I think in a, in a general sense, uh, as, as you've mentioned on, on the show as well, this, this has been a bit of a far-fetched uh, approach taken to, uh, to international law as a general thing. I think the ICJ case has definitely been a, a very interesting step but uh, it, it does feel out of my perspective that the group of south african lawyers uh, coming with this case against the uk and u.s states are essentially just trying to ride on the coattails of the icj matter as it already stands um, not necessarily something that i would take unrightly serious uh, this is not a, an unprecedented approach that they are taking um, albeit a bit novel, um, but there are a bunch of hurdles that they will have to jump over before this really uh, becomes something that, that should be taken seriously at this point. I, I know that uh, that many will scream whataboutism as an approach, but, uh, but it, we have to ask the question, why are South African lawyers who live among such adversity and and such horrific conditions where where so many of our own people don't have access to legal means um, they're being taken advantage of because the the system doesn't necessarily work work in their favor why are they so focused on this international rather than helping citizens of our own country who so desperately need it? Take on government, take on uh, take on Esedmeni, take on so many of the things that are depriving South Africans of basic rights. It, it, this 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 just smacks of of something else that, that that I'm not sure of. What do you think? Well, I think naturally as a point of departure, everyone has the right to pursue the things that they find important for them. Sure. Um, okay. We see that for, that. for every mm. forum, chases things like they're specifically important for, for Afrikaners. And, yes, okay. Uh, I get that. All of that. But then also, this is very fashionable at the moment. We mm. are in an election year. Um, there are a lot of political forces uh, that, that seem to find this important, that find it fashionable. And naturally, there is uh, an undertone that, that we cannot 
put aside that Israel is not fashionable at the moment and taking them on um, seems to be at least for a lot of people something that uh, you know that they that they like <laughs> yeah yeah is, is, is there any merit to uh, you know, you mentioned the hurdles. Uh, how much chance is this? Does this have of going anywhere? Well, I think it, it's important to note that yeah, this is a completely separate matter to the ICJ matter, but it is very dependent on what the outcome there is. Ah. So, the, and Vickers in in his letter that you wrote to to both the UK and the US governments, he he made mention of this that if they were to have a specific outcome in the ICJ matter based on that, that they would then pursue uh, matters in the civil courts in the UK and US. Now, there has historically been a few instances where something like this has happened. Uh, the Nicaraguan case uh, earlier in the 80s under the Reagan administration, as well as during the Bush administration um, in the US. There has been third party entities that brought cases from the ICJ into the civil courts in the US. But there are a lot of hurdles, as I've mentioned, uh, specifically surrounding the standing. Do these lawyers actually have a right to represent the people of Palestine in a US court? Uh, do they have local standing in that perspective? And then there are a lot of political issues that, uh, in terms of the manner that US courts function, as to whether they will actually listen and whether this uh, judgment or, or findings of the ICJ can actually be enforced in the US through this method. Mm. Do, is there a list of who those who the lawyers are, which uh, which uh, uh, lawyers are involved in this? Uh, sorry, can you just repeat that? Yeah, we know who wrote the letter, but is there a list of which lawyers are involved? Uh, they claim fifty lawyers. Uh, do we know who they are? At current, I am unaware of, of the entirety of the list. I do know, um, in terms of Vickers von Rensburg, that, that his name has been thrown about quite a bit, naturally, as he wrote the letter. Mm. But uh, I am very interested in, well, as to who the rest of them are, what their connections are, and uh, what their motivations are for, for joining this cause. Is he, is he well known, Vickers von Rensburg? Uh, not in the, the circles, necessarily, that... that I move in. Um, he is an attorney from Port Elizabeth or Klebecha, um, so not in in the sense that he would be compared to the attorneys and advocates that are involved in the ICJ matter. Right. Okay. So, so for so it's not anybody that uh, that's well known in this. Well, I guess I guess we're now talking about his name, mentioning his name um, on radio. So therefore. Um, I guess I guess it's it's good publicity because it definitely seems to be it definitely seems to be as you've said something that is fashionable and uh, at, in, especially in South Africa and that's the problem really because when something becomes fashionable like this and uh, it, it it impacts people and it certainly uh, brings the country into potential disrepute as well with with trading partners and with partners like the United Kingdom and the United States it becomes it becomes quite dangerous is there a way legally to prevent them from doing so or does this just have to run its course to, to prevent them doing so is not an approach that I would would suggest um, 
to, to anyone wanting to do that. I think this is something that you should leave unto itself. Uh, I think that the, the way that international law works, uh, and especially the way that something like this would translate into the US and UK civil courts, uh, it's going to run its course. And um, mm. most likely it is not going to be anything particularly significant. Mm. And my view would be if you come from Quebec, I would imagine there's a lot of stuff that should be able to keep you busy there considering uh, the uh, situation in that region.